We all know I did this video earlier. Um, anyways, this one called the Wad the Wade Quadruplets that graduate from Yale University, right? A little positive, upbeat story because I know you guys get immersed with um, negative stories about black society day in and day out, whether it's crime, relationships, uh, you know, just, just, just all kind of, just all kind of stuff going on out there. Right. So I decided I saw this, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying my best to work in positive stuff whenever I come across it, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend like it's the easiest thing to find. So when I do find something positive, I'm like, all right, well, you know, I think this would be good for the peoples to, uh, to hear. You know what I mean? So anywho, for the most part, I don't expect these type of videos to get a bunch of views, period, even, even as a director relates to my current views. But because, um, you know, that's just not the type of content that black YouTube really supports. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, anyways, the feedback I got was pretty, was pretty, pretty positive for the most part. But. We get we get this comment right here. What up, Royce? Hold up. Make sure I turn this off right. Let me get my shout outs first. What up? What up, Cyrus? What up? Uh Truism. He says it was never a community. It's a coven. Coven, coven, however you say that. What up, Prime? Pander King. Royce was cracking. So anyways, we get we get this comment right here from Duck Duck Goose 42. He says, what's the end result, though? This is in regards to those four quadruplets. Well, those quadruplets graduated from Yale. He says, what's the end result? Educated black people graduate every day, B, and they end up working for the white man. What's the difference? They don't give back to the community. What's up, uh, Professor Black Ops? He says, so educated black people get uh, uh, educated black people graduate every day. That is true. Educated black people do graduate every day. And then he says they end up working for the white man. Well, that's pretty much all black people in America. Um, I've already did the video. Well, before I took my channel, before I cleaned up my channel, but I've already done the videos. I told you there are prior to the pandemic, prior to the pandemic. What up, what up everybody? Prior to the pandemic. There were 2 million black owned businesses in America, 2 million. I got, I did the video for those of y'all who were around before I cleaned up my channel. I showed y'all the, the numbers. There were 2 million black owned businesses in America. It's probably about the same now out of the 2 million black owned businesses, 1.9 million do not have employees. So that means only a hundred thousand out of the 2 million black owned businesses in America actually have employees. 1.9 million are just a bunch of people who created a job for themselves, i.e. they're self-employed. That's, that's what that actually, that's what that actually means. So in the greater context, as this director relates to this comment, damn near every black person in America works for white people. Damn near every last one. So I don't even know why that's even uh, I don't even know why that statement was even made, to be honest with you. 
when almost every single black person in America works for white people in some capacity. I mean, how many black people are in America, y'all? Let's just say a nice round number. Let's just say, let's just say it's 40 million black people in America. I'm not separating ADO, ADOS versus Africans and Caribbeans. I'm just talking about all black folks here in America. Let's just say it's a nice smooth number of 40 million. Out of the 40 million, uh 30 38 million work for white people <laughs> you know unless you're independently rich you hit the lottery or something like that but 38 million work for white folks out of the remaining 2 million uh well let, let me back that up let's just say 37 million no wait let me get my math right hold on no 38 million work for white folks you got 2 million left over and out of the 2 million 1.9 million work for themselves and then you got the remaining 100,000 that may have some employees. They could be white, black, they could be whatever. So essentially everybody in America works for white folks, whether you're working for a private company or you're working for the government. So that's, 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 that's no shocker right there. But then we get to this other part of the question. They don't give back Well, the other part of the statement. He says, uh, what's the end result, though? Educated black people graduate every day, B, and they end up working for the white man. What's the difference? They don't give back to the community. Well, I have to ask you this. When we go back, let me, let me pull up the video. Let me pull it up one more time. When we go back and we talk about these kids, right? Um, in the video, I stated what these kids got their degrees in. I don't I don't know who's who. I don't know which twin is which, but I know one twin. Let's just one of these one, oh, not twin, but one of these quadruplets has a graduated from Yale. Well, they all graduated from Yale, but one has a degree in in, in um political science, and I think he double majored in Arabic. Another one of the brothers double majored in computer science and psychology another brother double majored in economics and chemical engineering and then the fourth brother he uh he majored in uh biology where he was dealing with molecular biology cellular biology just just some super duper extremely deep stuff that will probably just crash my brain if i even tried to comprehend it so, but, but, but anyways, pretty much all of them are got college degrees from Yale University, a prestigious, one of the most prestigious schools probably in the entire world. And they all got these super complicated degrees to a certain extent, right? So now we get back to, they don't give back to the community. Well, here's the thing. Exactly what are they supposed to give back to the community? I mean, what, what, what exactly does that even mean, first of all? Are these brothers sp supposed to take their degrees, their education, and come back to the community and do what? Set up a, open up a barbershop, start passing out book bags, giving kids free haircuts, passing out turkeys. Like, what in the world does that actually even mean? They don't give back to the community. The mere fact that they have graduated from college 
with these uh these, these advanced degrees and they're probably going to end up going to graduate school and getting even more gra- uh, for uh higher level degrees and so on and so forth i wouldn't be surprised if they all end up having phds or evds or something like that the mere fact that they managed to do that as they were being raised in a two-parent household and now they're entering this world of STEM, this world of political science, which, you know, can lead to politics, lead, lead to them to being a lawyer, doing some international, just, just all kind of stuff. In my opinion, they've done, they've done look like they've done gone above and beyond to do for the community. Meaning, to my knowledge, they're not out here being stereotypes. I don't know of them having any random babies. I don't know of them having any criminal records. I don't know of them out there trying to sell mixtapes. I don't know of any of them trying to be the next sports star or all the things that we traditionally associate with black culture. It seems like they're going above and beyond to represent and do for the community and show that, hey, you can do, there, there's a whole plethora of things that you can do as a black person in America Instead of sitting around here whining and crying about white people all day or trying to become a some type of entertainer or sports star or a D-boy or the pump and dump champion and, and all this other stuff. Like you can actually go out there and do something with your life. And that right there could possibly lead to them motivating some other young black person to come up and be like, yo, I want to be like these brothers right here. They seem real positive. Like they got their life on, uh, uh, their heads on straight. They out there doing the damn thing. But fine, you, you, you're probably like, well, that, that ain't enough. I need them to do something directly for the community. Okay, so what if the one brother that was majoring in molecular, some type of biology, dealing with molecular, cellular, whatever, right? What if this brother goes off to to uh, work for some lab or something? And he he comes up with a cure for uh uh, uh, sickle cell, you know, something that, you know, predominantly affects, affects most black people. So he's in a lab. He don't whipped up a formula or some type of treatment to where he done, he done found a cure for sickle cell. But being that he doesn't come directly back to the black community is, is, <laughs> would he still not be contributing to the, to the community? Would that not be uh, uh, him putting in work for the community? Or what if this other brother, the one that got the degree in political science, he decides to go into law or go into politics and then starts advocating on behalf of black people, trying to get reparations or just trying to restructure the legal system somehow, some way to, you know, make it you know more fair and balanced, even though it, in my personal opinion, it's extremely fair and balanced, but whatever. Would, would that not be putting in work for the community or does or does somebody giving back to the community mean you have to literally physically come back to the community and set up shop out there? And then we all know we all know what happens when you mess around and set up shop in the community. What's what's more than likely going to happen, ladies and gentlemen, if somebody ain't trying to rob your little establishment or whatever? Then the next time the cops go out there and kill somebody, you got to worry about a bunch of Negroes throwing Molotov cocktails through your 
doggone glass of trying to raid your shop. Because, you know, when, 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 when a BLM and Antifa out there doing a thug thizzle, they don't care about black-owned businesses and none of that other crap. They'll, they'll tear a black-owned business down with the quickness. But regardless of all that, like, what does this actually mean they don't give back to the community? You want you what what you want you want dudes to just literally just physically come back to the to the spot and get done like how they did Nipsey Hustle. He was giving back to the community. Look how that worked out for him. <laughs> like, like what does this even mean, y'all? What does this even mean? What community are people even talking about? Uh, you know, I, 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 you know what? I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm to the point where I'm actually tired of even using that phrase, the community, the community, whatever. And for those of y'all who run around here saying community, y'all need to give Xanatos Clutch his props. He coined that phrase out here, the community. But what does that even mean, y'all? Is there even really a black community or is it just certain areas that a bunch of black folks live in? Because, you know, in my opinion, I see, you know, the so-called black communities that we all like to talk about. These are just really spots a bunch of black people live at. It's not really a community out there. Like, did you see the video of the, uh, the, the dude up in New York was getting shot at? And then there were some kids on the sidewalk and he ran over towards the kids with the gun while some other dude was trying to bust shots at him. I don't know if he was trying to use the kids as human shields or trying to blend in with the little, I don't know what the heck was going on, but is that, is that, is that how, are those the hallmarks of a community or is that the hallmark of a bunch of people who just happen to live in the same area? So I don't understand this whole community talk. It doesn't resonate with me, especially the older I get. And the more I start looking around at the so-called quote unquote community. And I'm like, this ain't a community. These are just a bunch of people who just live in this area where most of them don't even want to be around each other because the moment they come into some money or an opportunity to get out, they chuck induces and I don't even blame them. So what, what community, what do you want these young black men to do? You want to come back to the, to the, to the hood and open up, rec centers so people can play midnight basketball <laughs> like like what do you want them to do it seems like it seems like you got a bunch of dudes in the community they want they want people to come that they they love to talk about come back to the community as if they want somebody to come save them personally and come do for them these brothers managed to get into Yale, all four of them, and graduate. And now they're 22 years old, about to kickstart their life, go out there and, and, and hopefully do it big. And I don't know how old this dude Duck Duck Goose is, but it sounds like he want these brothers to come back to the community and save him. Like, like he got his bags packed, like he want to go join them too. 
Here's the thing. If you really care about the community so much and you want people to come back to the community, duck, duck, goose and others who think like this. Why don't you go out there and get your crap together and then you go back out there and fix the community? Or whatever it is you feel like needs to be done in the community. Why don't you do that? Whether you're educated or not. If you feel like it's so important that people have to physically come back and set up shop in the community, why don't you go get your crap together to the same level as them young men or even higher, and then you go back and get it cracking? And then what about this? What if what if these young brothers weren't even raised in the so-called community? What if they grew up like Sarge Willie Pete? You know, Sarge, y'all know Sarge Willie Pete, brother from Philadelphia, who's extra prigly, uh, extra bliggity pro-black on YouTube. But let him tell his own life story. He grew up in the suburbs of Philly, surrounded by nothing but white folks. But is always advocating for the community. But what if these young brothers grew up like Sarge Willie Pete, surrounded by mostly white folks and other people? And what if they did decide to go back to the community that they were from? <laughs> because that's how they were raised and that's all they know. What? There will be coons and sellouts? They're going back to the community. Or is it only reserved for you have to go back to the hood? Is it, I mean, is that what this is code for? I got to go back deep off into the hood. Surrounded by a bunch of people who unfortunately don't really appreciate things in the community. Because you can go to any community in America, any so-called community in America, no matter what city, pick a city, B. Here in Orlando, where I live at, Miami, Baltimore, Atlanta, Chicago, New York, L.A., all over the place. Wherever the so-called community resides. And you can just look at the overall conditions and standards of living that take place out there. The people who are in the community don't even appreciate their own crap. Don't want to clean nothing up. Just let people just kind of do whatever they want to do. But then people will be like, well, they don't own nothing. Well, whose fault is that? Whose fault is that? You've been paying rent for 30, 40 years. You ain't figured out how to get a mortgage so you can go own some property. You ain't figured out how to save money up. Whose fault is that? So what is this nonsense about Educated black people got to be the superheroes of the community. What is this? What is this nonsense? Y'all got to y'all got to cut this crap out. If y'all hear my kids whining, it is what it is. Hold up, let me yell and scream at them real quick. Hold on. That's that's the only community I'm concerned with. I got to yell and scream at the, these kids of mine. So my bad, I had to, had to do some more yelling. But so that, that's my whole point, y'all. What, what is up with these people, man? Y'all want to support the channel, y'all can support the channel. But what, what's, what's up with these people, though? 
what's up with this 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 you need somebody to come save the community why don't you go save your own community that you live in why don't you go do the things that you feel like uh, needs to be done and you get the work on it because these brothers in my opinion they ain't got to come back to the community to do a doggone thing they need to just go out there and be excellent in life that's what they need to do they need to go out there and be excellent at, in their professions and by default there'll be an inspiration and they'll be quote-unquote giving back to the community because hopefully the overall mentality of the community will change one day where people stop worshiping all the ratchets and ignorance of our culture and start actually taking notice and applauding the intellectual uh, intelligence that, you know, is out there. Like these, like those young boys or young men, I should say, or the Robert F. Smiths of the world, the, the billionaire guy. Don't nobody owe black folk. Listen, if you're an educated black man out there, you don't owe anybody nothing. I just want you to know that. Shout out to my man, K Business Podcast for the five. Always speaking facts, bro. Appreciate that. You don't owe anybody anything. It's like, take, take me for instance, right? I don't owe anybody anything outside of my family. Nobody has ever volunteered to help me pay for college, find money for college. Nobody ever volunteered to help me get money to go get my first car, help me get money to get my first house. You know, you know, for me to get for me to get a lot of those things cracking, I had to I had to go join the military so I can get them doggone benefits. And then those benefits weren't free benefits. Those benefits came with with some some heavy strings attached that could potentially cost me my life. But when no when no black folks around around the way talking about hey we want to help you uh go to college we want to help you uh buy a house we want to help you buy a car we want to help you do this we want to help you do that so and i'm pretty sure it's like that for a lot of people so where do people come off with the audacity to think that you owe the community something when nine times out of ten the community doesn't do anything for you even if they do have it to do for you where, where do people get this? Where do people come off with this crap, man? Shout out to War Ready Mindset. It says the hood want educated blacks to pay a tax to the hood. That's actually a great way to put it. What what tax? What? <laughs> That's actually a great way to summarize this. What? Tax do to do uh, educated black folks owe the hood? What has the hood done for educated black people? You come around the hood as an educated black people, and you don't have any type of street sense, a little street knowledge about yourself. You liable to get used and abused up in there. Like when I was in high school, you know, I halfway did my homework. 
I did it good enough to where I can go to college. <laughs> but I don't remember anybody, anybody who was about that, that gang banging, thugging life back in the 90s when I was coming up. I don't remember none of them Negroes sitting around trying to help me do my homework, trying to help me get my study on, volunteering to be a tutor or anything like that. I don't remember none of them. Not now one of them. Whether they were family or whether they were some other people who were older than me, not now one of them. So why 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 should I have to pay a tax? <laughs> a tax for what? Yeah, yeah, I halfway did my homework. But I did, but you know, even but I halfway did it, but I was, you know, it was good enough for me to win a scholarship to go to college. Which shows you I ain't no, I ain't no dummy. But, you know, whatever. But even still, even if I didn't win a scholarship, I guarantee nobody from the hood or whatever was going to offer to pay for me to go to school. They weren't going to do no fish fries. They weren't going to have no, they weren't going to be trying to raise money at the church for me. None of that crap was going to be going on, B. None of it. Locked up in jail. Or let me do some other dumb, ignorant stuff. Get somebody pregnant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then, you know, money will be falling out, falling all, over, falling out the sky. So, I don't want to hear this crap, man. They don't owe the community anything. Because what did the community do for them? You know, normally, in order for you to owe the community, the community has to do something for you. You know, it's like. You know, think of it like how you borrow money. You only owe somebody if you actually borrowed money from somebody. Somebody gave you something. Well, you owe them. What, is it, what does the community do for the average educated lame, so-called educated lame out there? What does it do? It doesn't do anything. So why should people feel obligated to pay the hood tax and come back to save people? What do you need saving from? Think about it. You in the community, you got like a gazillion government programs. You got the Democrats and the liberals all over the place trying to come up with new programs every other day. They try to save you and help you. So what do you need? What do you need a so-called educated lame to come do? You want you want us to be like Dr. Boyce Watkins and, and start coming back to the community and playing stepdaddy to all these baby kids out there? Is that what you want? Because I ain't doing that. And I don't suggest anybody do that. But, 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 but uh, you got a stepdad. Well, my mother's relationship with my father ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> they ain't got nothing to do with me. But regardless of that, well, well, like, what do you want? Let's just say, let's just say one of these brothers come back out there. The one dude, matter of fact, we ain't even got to do no hypotheticals. We we can do a real life example. Nick Taylor, YouTuber Nick Taylor, y'all know who he is. Retired military. This dude has like my utmost respect. Not just because we got a military bond, but I just genuinely like the brother. Very intelligent dude, all kind of stuff. Anyways, 
Nick Taylor, once upon a time, was out there trying to give back to the community. This brother, this bro, go go ask Nick Taylor. He'll tell you the story. This is how I first learned about him because he told the story on O'Shea's channel. And this is before me and Nick actually knew each other, right? And I used to repeat the story, and I didn't know he was listening to my channel. He was like, yeah, that was me. But anyways, Nick told the story how he owned a business in the community. Out there trying to employ black people, give them an opportunity, blah, blah, blah. He said Negroes in the community was just constantly breaking into his crap to the point where he had to shut the business down and relocate it to the other side of town, you know, the white side. And he was like, I ain't, I ain't experienced a quarter of the problems when, you know, when I, when I had to, when I shut my business down and moved it to the other side of town, he was like, when I was out there in the community, trying to be a productive black man, a black owned business, employing black people doing this, doing that. He was like, the same people he was out there trying to advocate for and trying to help. What's up, man? Trying to help with the same ones tearing this crap down. So once again, what incentive does one have to go back to the community after one gets his education? What does the, what does the community how does the community oftentimes treat them? You want another real life example? Remember I did the video on the on the 22-year-old black girl up in Baltimore that had a beauty salon? And she had like two of them or was on the verge of opening up two or three of them? And she had it open up in the community? And how did the community reward her? First, they go in there and rob the girl, stealing all her, her hair products. And then they come back and kill her in her business. Young black woman, 22 years old, did hair really well, opened up her own business. They're opening up another shop like she was getting it popping for real. Had to have the means and the capacity to hire other black people. Imagine if she was still alive today. How many other black girls could be working in her shop, making a living, renting out booths, doing hair, or however, however, they, however they have it structured in these beauty salons? But no, somebody came through and killed her. Robbed her, then killed her. <laughs> but, but you want people to come back to the community. Especially educated people. People that leave the community, because I don't think these four boys I'm talking about actually grew up in the community, but even if they did, you want people to leave that environment where they know all this craziness and dysfunction goes on on a regular. You want them to go out there and get all educated, get their life on and popping, and then bring themselves back to the community and put themselves in harm's way for a bunch of folks out there that embrace a culture of chaos and confusion which could cost you your life. That's what you want people to do. Because, oh, oh, they's going to work for the white man. Man, everybody works for the white man, especially if you're black. Damn near every black person in America works for white people. Do I got to repeat it one more time? Prior to the pandemic, that's the last 
updated version of the numbers I saw prior to the pandemic, there was only 2 million black owned businesses in America. And out of the 2 million black owned businesses, only 100,000 of them had employees, which means 1.9 million don't have employees. These are just a bunch of people who are self-employed, which is just a fancy way of saying you created a job for yourself. So you want to try to shame people because they got to go work for the white man. All y'all work for the white man. I work for them too. I'm not even going to sit in front. The NBA players work for them. <laughs> LeBron works for one right now. You, you signed to a record label, you work for a white man too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what are we even talking about here? So I don't, I don't even understand this, this working for the white man crap. Well, that's, that's the reality for damn near everybody in this country. That's not white. But now you want somebody to come pay the hood tax. Cause you educated and you feel like, Oh, I'm supposed to bring all my arty smarts back to the community and, and start fixing people and saving things. You don't even want that. You don't want that. I got brothers. Listen, I got people that, that, that be listening to my videos right now. I'll be seeing them in other comments uh, in, in the chats of other people's videos. I ain't going to call no names, but I'm just saying I'll be seeing people around the way because I do a lot of cloud watching now. You got people all over up and down YouTube whining and crying about, man, we need to do something, man. We, we, we got to go out there and do something, man. What the solution is? Look, I keep telling y'all, I'm probably one of the few black YouTubers affiliated with the black manosphere because I don't claim them, but you know. I'm right around the way from them where I actually preach and teach real life solutions. Of course, my solution is it. Y'all all know what I do myself, keep it techie and others, but you know, I'm just talking about me for now. I got full blown classes up on my other channel that somebody in the community if they really wanted to, they can go take, they can just go sit down and watch my videos in about four to six months, have a brand new career, probably making double the money that they're making now. Just off of watching free stuff on YouTube. That's how good my stuff is. And yes, I'm patting myself on the back like a bitch because I know it's that good. And I post the screenshots from people who tell me it's that good. But with that being said, don't nobody from the, the so-called community want to hear that crap I'm talking over there. And I'm a, I'm an educated black dude too. I'm an already smart. I got three college degrees. Y'all. I got a bachelor's MBA and a master's in information technology and a bachelor's in applied science. I got three doggone college degrees. I got, I got about how many certs I got. I got like seven, seven or eight it certifications. I've been doing this for almost 20 damn years. Combined with my military experience. So I'm a, I'm a so-called smarty dude too. And I've actually created a product that could benefit the community. But guess, but guess who watches my other channel and supports it? And I'm not just talking about supporting it in terms of subscribing to the channel, 
and, and watching the videos so I get money off AdSense. It's, it's mostly white folks. Listen, I sell a bunch of products off that off that website that's affiliated with my other channels. Matter of fact, I don't sold probably about uh, probably about six thousand dollars worth of stuff in the past two or three months off my website that people buy that's directly affiliated with that the, the content I put on that other channel. 99% of them folks are white people. I appreciate their money because I don't, you know, <laughs> all money's green. But when I when, when they send me their information, I can see their names. Sometimes I can see their pictures, whatever, whatever. It'd be like 99% white folks that take advantage of the crap. So I'm saying all this to say, you got somebody like me that's coming back to the digital community. But nobody, nobody embraces it. Look, I'm not begging people to go, go sub to it and go embrace it. I'm not, I'm not trying to push it on you. I'm just trying to give you an example of even my stuff in a digital space that I, I give away for free. The, 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 the bulk of the stuff for free. And the community doesn't even embrace it. So with that being said, excuse me, with that being said, if you can't, if I can't even get a digital product away for free to the community that I know damn well that they could benefit from and they can have their life going in a completely different direction, making more money and be able to elevate their lifestyle, make more money so they, they can do other things here and there. And I'm putting this product out there for free on YouTube, right? And I got a bunch of white folks passing my stuff emailing me talking about how great of a teacher I am talking about how they just got a brand new job talking about this talking about that dropping mad cheese on me right because I'm helping to get them educated and I'm doing this in the digital landscape and I can't I I, I barely get support from the community well, what makes what makes you think if somebody goes to set up a uh shop in the physically in the community that they're going to get support like, I don't even, like, do people even think about the crap they say? What's up, Nene? Ain't seen you in a while. Do people even think about the crap they say? Or do people just like to put these statements up there, up there because it sounds cool? Yeah, yeah, I'm sounding deep and intellectual. It's like, bruh, how silly do you sound? As if you don't know what the overall culture of of black folks are and then you're sitting here talking like because i went and got my education or somebody else went and got their education now now i owe you something i owe the community something i don't owe the community nothing man if i want to go back out there and help the community that's something that i choose to do if I want to go live my life and, 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 and surround myself with nothing but uppity white folks for the rest of my days and not do nothing, I have the right to do that. And I don't owe anybody a damn thing, and neither do you, especially the community. If you, if you went out, if, if you from, because you know, most black people, we, we, all of us pretty much come from the community, whether we was directly in the hood or hood adjacent or we just one generation removed from the hood or something like that. We're all pretty much all like that for the most part, especially those of us who were born here. We're not, or, you know, our family's not originally from Africa or the Caribbean or something like that. That's pretty much ADOS people. I don't even like using that term, but, you know, whatever. So we're all kind of like that. And we all know 
if you if you're one of these people, you worked your way up out of that out of that environment, so you can go live the good life in the burbs or wherever. You know damn well you ain't had no damn help get, uh, uh, getting yourself up up to that level of living. You know damn well nobody helped you out. They had the means to help you out. You know damn well people wasn't trying to really help you out. So I only so where where does this you got to come back to the community like you like like you owe them something. I mean, in order for you to owe somebody, you have to actually get something from somebody in order for you to owe them. If I owe you five dollars, that means I got five dollars from you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is this is absurd with this this level of thinking. They don't they don't give back to the community. So. Why is it their responsibility to give back to the community? How come it ain't the responsibility of the people in the community to want to get themselves in a better position so that they can give back if they want to give back? You live there. You choose to stay there. And I'm not saying that everybody out there is bad and wrong. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying if you live there and you choose to be there, well, shouldn't it be incumbent upon you to Go out there and give back to the community. <laughs> You're there all the time, right? You should be doing things to increase your earning potential, increase your standard of living, increase whatever you need to increase so that you can do the things that you feel like everybody else needs to be doing. Instead of trying to make people pay the hood tax because they went out there and, and became successful to some degree. And now you want them to come save you. I'm not saying I'm not in the business of saving anybody. If you don't have my last name, I ain't saving you. <laughs> There's only three people in the world I got to save my wife and my two kids. Everybody else is optional. Y'all y'all losing your minds with this craziness, this community talk, and then trying to and trying to downplay, uh, not downplay, but trying to trying to make it seem like um it's a bad thing for somebody to go get educated and get their life on and popping because they ain't coming back to rescue you or whoever you feel like they need to rescue or set up shop and businesses and whatever, whatever. It's like even if they did, would you take advantage of it? Of course, you tell me in the comments. Yeah, I'll take advantage of it. Yeah, yeah, right. But would you take advantage of it? Because Nick, he 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 did exactly that. Nick Taylor. He opened up a business in the community and they ran him up out of there because they just wouldn't stop breaking into his stuff. The girl in Baltimore. She could have hired, she could have, man, she could have had all kind of young girls up in there learning how to do hair and nails, teaching them how to you know, basically start because, you know, you become a borrower. You're like, you're like your own art, not a bar, even a barber or a beautician or whatever. You're, you're literally like your own business. So she could have taught these girls all kinds of things to where maybe they could have branched out, opened up their own little spot. 
Because y'all know how everybody be in the community talking about, man, y'all need to stop going to them Asians and having them doing your nails. And that's, you know, you got Tyrone Muhammad. Remember him from Chicago running around here throwing bricks through people's windows. That girl up in Baltimore probably could have taught a whole bunch of young girls how to do nails. I got a cousin right now. My cousin does nails. She's like real fly with it. She's in the process of trying to open up her own shop down here right now, like her own physical shop. But anyways, so... She could have taught a bunch of young girls up in Baltimore how to get it cracking in the hair game, the nails game. And then maybe them girls could have went out there and opened up their own little spot. Now they create more opportunities. But nah, the community had to snuff her out. They took her out, robbed her, and then killed her in her own spot. And look, those are just, you know, look. There's countless examples of this, but those are just the ones that stick out to me the most because, Nick, I talked to the guy a lot. And then the girl I did the video on, but they made the only two. Like I say, Nipsey Hussle. Same thing. Same thing happened to him. So <laughs> come back to the community. Well, what's the community going to do to you? You're going to have to walk around fearing for your life. Got to walk around with a bulletproof vest on, strapped up at all times. Because you're trying to do something for the community, but the community, you got a bunch of people out there who just don't appreciate it. Either due to jealousy or whatever. But you owe them. I don't know you. Know, I don't, nobody owes you anything, bro. Nobody owes you nothing. You got just as much, you got the same opportunities as everybody else, especially with thanks to this doggone iPhone and this internet. You go out there and get it cracking just like everybody else. It's just do it's just a matter of do you want to get it cracking? Or do you want somebody to just give you something and then drag you along for the ride? I ain't dragging nobody. I had to go out there and work to get everything I got. Nigga, you need to go out there and do the same thing. I still work. <laughs> so you need to go do the same thing. And if you feel like you want your efforts to go directly towards helping those in the community, then by all means, handle your business. I'm not going to knock you. I'm not going to clown you. I'm not going to tell you not to. But I will tell you, you ain't going to sit here and try to shame me or other people if we choose not to. But you look like trying to shame somebody the hell out of here you don't get to dictate what i do with my spare time or with my life just so that you can you can think that i'm black because you know y'all know how i feel about this old black thing i don't give a rat's ass about the black card or being black or being viewed as i don't give a damn about none of that crap because i'm trying to figure out what what's the what benefit do i get from it me personally i don't get I don't really get no, there There really is no solid, tangible benefit that I could think of other than somebody trying to tell me I'm being oppressed and held down by white people every five seconds, which I don't believe in. But what benefit do I get? What benefit have I gotten? The only, the only benefit that, you know, you want me to be honest about you, the only, the only real benefit that I can think of of uh 
going around saying I'm black is um is uh sexual access. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like that, like that's that's like the only benefit. And that's cool when you're young and you, you're out there trying to get your life started and figure things out. Oh, there you go, right there. Look, I ain't trying to beat you up. Don't take it personal. You ain't the first person to make these comments. This is this is a common theme. All over YouTube. I've been hearing this. What you doing for the community I crap since I came on YouTube? And I've addressed this comment quite a few times. I feel like we got to address it again. But the point is, nobody owes the community anything, man. Because chances are the community never did nothing for you, for you to owe them back. In most cases. Now, if you want to go out there and save the community and set up shop, I'm not opposed to it. And I'm just talking in general here. I'm not opposed to it. I ain't going to beat you down and be like, what you doing? Man, you, you crazy. I ain't going to lie. I'll applaud you and hope it goes well. Sincerely hope it goes well. But if you don't want to do it, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to beat you down either. Like, Hey, I get it. I understand. My thing is those who live in the community, whether they choose to be there, especially those that choose to be there. Okay. That's your community. You need to do the things you need to do to get it cracking out there, to fix it. Whatever, whatever it is you got to do. I ain't saying you got to go out there and, you know, just whatever it is you feel like you need to do to contribute, if that's what you want to do. But you don't get to, but nobody gets to sit here and dictate what others do, especially the so-called educated lames. If we want to go get our education and go get our job working for white people and never come back, nigga, that's our prerogative. <laughs> And you ain't going to shame nobody for, for doing so. You're not going to shame people for it. Especially, I mean, I'm too old for people to be shaming me, first off. I mean, I'm not old, but I'm just saying. But you're not going to shame people for doing it. Shout out to my man, Clutch. Clutch is the, as far as I know, Clutch is the originator of the term community. So everybody running around using the term community, Clutch was the first person I actually heard saying it. So that's why, unless somebody said it before him, but he is the first person I actually heard saying that on YouTube. But nah, you're not going to be shaming people, man. And like I said, I'm speaking in general, so don't take this personal. But, you know, I, I, I got to come down and, you know, pop you on the back of your head a little bit. It is what it is. Because I think I think a lot of y'all, I don't know how old you are, Duck Duck Goose. You sound like a young dude. But I could be wrong. But it just seems like people people be living in these fantasy lands, man, about, about what they think, uh, how the real world functions. It's like, yeah, I keep telling y'all, y'all have to. Learn to separate YouTube jibber jabber from reality. 
everybody gets on YouTube and, and gives these grandiose speeches, especially the pro blacks. Oh, they're, they're, they're masters at it. Look, I fell into the I fell into the trance of the pro blacks once upon a time myself. They, they got me. I'm like, wow, these guys. Wow. Then I had to snap up out of that crap. Like, man, what the hell? They on some other crap. But they'll have you thinking, yeah, you got to go back and do this and that. But it's like you come back around. You're like, wait a second. Hold up. I don't remember nobody volunteering to do a damn thing for me outside of my family when I was coming up. But you telling me I got to go back and save everybody out there? For one, when I was when I was in and around there, I wasn't trying to be around a lot of them people. <laughs> to begin with, I wanted to get away. Not like they was all bad, but I just didn't like the overall environment. It's like where I live at now, you know, I go to sleep, I hear crickets and the sounds of water sprinklers. I rarely, if ever, hear somebody driving by booming, knocking pictures off the walls. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know. Going to the STEM field, too, I had plans to give back, but the chat dropping names of people dying, trying to give back makes me think. Look, listen, dude. I'm not telling you. Listen, I don't want you. Okay. Here's the thing, dude. If you want to go into STEM, that's cool, which I highly encourage you to do. But if you want to give back to the community, look, nobody's telling you not to, bro. I'm not, I'm not trying to sell you on not doing it. I'm just trying to express to you that somebody choosing to go volunteer in the community give back that's be that that should be because they want to not because they feel pressured to in order to keep their black card <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's because you want to not because you have to and if you choose to do so nobody's going to shame you for doing so but if you choose not to nobody's going to nobody's going to shame you for not doing so the problem is you got a bunch of people out here trying to shame people for not doing it but then when you, when you think about it, it's like, well, why do I have to? They were like, I don't owe anybody out there anything. Like, they didn't pay for me to go to college and get all these wonderful degrees, you know. Or they didn't pay for me to do this. They, they didn't give me a business loan to open up my business. They didn't do this. They didn't do that. So I don't owe anybody anything. But if I want to help because I have the time and the resources to help, then I'll do so if I want to do it or if you want to do it. That's the point I'm trying to convey here is, you know, you got nobody's going to be shamed. You know, we got we're, we're not we're, we're going we're to cut this shaming crap out. I told you I'm leading the revolution of coons around here. I might change my channel name to King Coon. I don't know. But I'm, I'm, I'm tired of the crap. I'm tired of black people trying to hopping up on here. And I ain't talking about just you. I'm just talking about in general. I'm just tired of black folks in general just hopping or hopping up on here. And trying to shame black people for the decisions they choose to make that they feel is best for their life. Because, you know, somebody's like, oh, you need to come back and help. I, what if I don't want to? <laughs> what if I'm cool just not doing nothing? I'm still, I'm still. I'm a still black person. I'm still a black person in America doing what I do, baby. I'm still going to pay my taxes. I still got to feed myself. 
put shelter over my head, take care of my responsibilities and the people I'm in charge of and all that stuff. And still got to go work for the white man like damn every last one of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got to come up off this this shaming crap. I mean, because like I say, you know, like at least at least from my perspective, I've yet to see the benefit of trying to prove I got a black card. I'm like, shoot, I don't know what the benefit is. I don't get no coupons in my mailbox for being black. I don't. I don't get the park. Up, I don't get the park in the in, in the in the front of the at the front of the store for being black. I don't be getting nothing, B. Now, if I was a gay black man, it'd probably be different. <laughs> it'll probably be different then. But I ain't gay, and no no offense to my gay brethren out there, but I'm just saying. I don't be getting no benefits, B. At least none that I can readily identify. I put it that way. Well, I don't even get no light skin benefits. <laughs> I don't be getting, you know, y'all be thinking I be getting light skin privilege benefits. Shoot, man. Don't nobody be giving me them benefits either. I don't get no 10% discounts for being light skin. I wish I did. I get military discounts, though, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Shout out to Sensible Sister. But um, look, all in all, man, those, those, those young dudes, like I say, they graduated from Yale University, the quadruplets, the one I did the video on earlier today. Um, uh-oh, uh-oh, look who just joined. Catch a flight. We know that's not the real angry man, but still, this this, this is my dude. <laughs> Catch a flight. And what's going on? Living life, living life. No, no worries, sensible sister. But those young dudes, though, man, those four brothers, quadruplets, they graduate Yale University, age 22. Uh they all got very good degrees, useful degrees. <laughs> I put it that way. Three of them are in STEM. One is uh, po uh, political science, and he double majored in speaking Arabic. All right. Just the mere fact that these young men went off to college, quadruplets, came from a two-parent household, they're all graduating with these stellar degrees. To my knowledge, they ain't got no babies. They ain't got no, no, no arrests on their record. You know, they, they're, they're doing all the things to be upstanding black men. You know, the same things that we, we're supposed to be talking about in the black manosphere and black YouTube. They're doing all these things. That should be enough right there for the community, man, to show other young people in the community or even older ones, but especially the younger ones like, Hey, you can do this too. The white man ain't holding them back as far as I can tell. And these weren't no light skinned brothers. These are, these are uh, dark skinned dudes, dark skinned mom and daddy clearly identifiable, identifiable black. 
not questionable to where people are asking you questions like me. Are you black? What do you mix with? No, you can tell they black. That should be enough right there, right? And then, like I say, if they go off to do work for the white man in their profession, I'm pretty sure it's going to benefit the Negro delegation, too. There's this one sister. Um, I can't remember. I think she went to Tuskegee, if I'm not mistaken. Same college I went to uh, years after me, though. But I was reading about her about, probably about a year or so ago. She she uh, I can't remember what her name is, but this dark skinned woman, she working in some lab as a as a some type of scientist, a doctor. I don't know what she is. Anyway, she found a new way to treat cancer with with lasers. Where she, I, 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 listen, I, I'm, I'm about to try to explain it in the way that I can remember, but she got it to where she can, uh, some type of laser where she got this thing like super duper focused to where it can just, the laser just beams straight on the cancer cells only. Cause you know, if you got cancer, you go do chemo and they blast you with the radiation. Well, the good cells, they're getting, they're getting hit with the radiation as well. Right. She's found a way to treat to directly target and attack the cancer cells only. Black woman. Let me see if I can find this woman. Hold on. Uh, let's see. Black woman, uh, cancer cell laser treatment. Let's see if that can pull it up. There she go right here. So look, look at this, right? Black woman becomes the first doctor to cure cancer in mice using nanoparticles. Doctor, I'm not even trying to, Nicole Green, I think she went to, somebody told me she went to college, the same school I went to, but it was years after me. Now, this is an educated black woman, right? Edu quote unquote, educated lame. Working for the white man, probably, because, you know, the white man got all the labs and all that crap. Now, all her work in the lab where she done cured cancer in mice using nanoparticles, were like I said, basically, if you read up on the story, she's found a way to target and attack the cancer cells only and leave all the other good cells alone. Wouldn't this benefit the community as well? If if whenever they decide to roll her treatment out, if they ever do, wouldn't this wouldn't this benefit the community as well? I mean, it would benefit humanity, but it'll benefit commu the community as well, too, right? I'm just saying. But just because she works for a white man, because I mean, look, where, where else is she gonna work? Let's just let's just think about this. Where else is she gonna go work, y'all? She let's just say this woman coming out of college, she got her. Her doc, she, she's a doctor, so she got God knows how much, unless she had a scholarship, she probably owes $100,000 worth of college debt. Let's just, let's just say that, right? You think she got the money to go to the community and open up her own lab and buy all the equipment necessary so she can do her experiments, so that she can cure cancer in mice, which could lead to curing cancer in humans? Like, like who has the money to fund that in the community? Are the dope boys, are they going to put up the money for that? Are the dope boys going to be like, let me take all this dope money instead of blowing it at the strip club and blowing it on 
of money, hoes, and clothes. Let me go get this black woman, a doggone laboratory, all the latest and greatest lab equipment that needs to go in the lab because she needs to get busy and be financially funded so she can go out there and cure cancer. So she can come out here and, and, and cure the community. Help us, help us get rid of sickle cell, sickle cell. Help us get rid of all this other crap. Where, where is she supposed to go apply her knowledge, y'all? Where in the community? Are the barbershops, are, are they going to do fish fries for her to, to raise the money so she can go out there and be the best doggone doctor she can be so she can use these lasers to kill, to kill cancer cells? Like, like, how, like, let's just think about this for a second. You go out there and you become an educated, already smarty black person, especially with a STEM degree. Where in the community are you going to go apply this? Chances are you don't have the money to self-fund yourself. But who in the community is going to be able to fund you? You got to go work for somebody white. Because <laughs> they're the ones getting the government contracts and all this other crap. But once she's done doing her work, this type, this type of stuff will benefit you too. Let's just say this mess gets approved and they start, they, 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 uh, they, they go out there and they start doing, because I'm pretty sure they're going to start doing human trial runs pretty soon. I, I don't know. But anyways, they go out there and they do whatever they got to do. And this is an approved cancer treatment. They're saving lives. Well, you think this is going to be exclusive to white folks? <laughs> Obamacare said you can go in there and get it too, the treatment too. I'm just saying we got we got to, we just got to be honest about some of the things we say around here. Instead of just saying stuff because it sounds cool, it's like wait a second, where are these people supposed to go? Be it's like it's like um I remember somebody made the comment to me. It was like um. Well, you work for the white man. You work for the government. That's that's why you got your house, man. Because you you was in the army. I was like, what, where else? Where else was I supposed to go? When I came out of high school and college, who, who was hiring? Who was who was willing to hire me, and then offer me a benefit package that was like, yo, we'll we'll give you a we'll we'll back a loan up up towards a half a million dollars for a damn house for you on top of you know sending you back to graduate school and we'll pay you to go to school who 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 in the community was offering that type of stuff man i was like well shit uncle sam i guess i will join the military you doing all this for me and you going to give me free health care too so wait a second uncle sam you going to give me free health care for the rest of my life which i have right now you're going you gonna to back a half a million dollar loan for me to go get some house. You're going to pay for me to go to college and then pay me while I'm going to college at the same time. What else they do? They do some other crap for me as well. You're going to give me a pension on top of that before I'm 40 years old. <laughs> I got one of those. And, you, and, and you're going to give me preferential treatment in the hiring process, because I'm a I'm a vet, so I go apply for a government job 
my resume gets moved to the top of the list above somebody who wasn't a vet. You're going to give me all that? And all I got to do is just go raise my right hand and promise to serve my country and defend the Constitution and, and put my life on the line for, this, for the freedoms over here? All right, sign me up then. Because <laughs> I, I couldn't find Tariq Nasheed or Boyce Watkins or Jason Black or Michi X or anybody else. I, I don't remember none of them offering jobs back then. I don't even know if they are. Are they offering jobs today? I'm just saying, I don't remember them offering jobs, B. Especially with a with with uh with benefit packages attached to them. You know, stuff that I can use to enhance my overall quality of life. You know, that's why most people go get jobs, right? You don't just necessarily go get a job for a paycheck, although that is priority number one. But most of us who end up getting careers. We oftentimes try to get a job or that, that, that has a pretty nice benefit package, meaning they're offering health care, they're offering 401ks, or they're offering a pension or, you know what I'm saying, something, something that comes along with the job other than just the paycheck. Because you can go get a job anyway. I can go get a job working at McDonald's. No shade to anybody. I, my, my first job, my first real job was working at Burger King. So I, too, was a fast food worker once. I'm not shaming people. But when I worked there, when I was 16 years old, they weren't um, they weren't they weren't giving me they weren't offering me any any uh benefit packages, even though I was only 16, but still. It says I'm fighting for the white man interests. I guess. Hey, listen, the white man, look, let me tell you something. The white man's interests, me fighting for his interests, came with a lot of benefits. Let me go, let me go over the benefits again, right? So the white man was like, hey, we need you to go out there and fight the fight for our benefit, right? We need you to go out there and fight for white supremacy and, 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 and shoot up all the brown people over, over overseas, right? That's what they said, right? You need, you need to be a black man in a white man's army. But being that you're going to be a black man in a white man's army, let me, let me tell you what you're going to get. We're going we're gonna to pay for your college education, and we're going to pay you to go to college. We're going to give you free health care for the rest of your life because you got injured. When you was in the military, like I was, pension before you before you're forty years old, right? Which I have. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna give you upwards of like five hundred thousand dollars to go buy a doggone house, where you don't have to put down a twenty percent down payment. <laughs> oh, y'all didn't know that. So I live in. My, so listen, I'm not trying to brag, but my house costs half a million dollars, right? Or it's worth half a million. Y'all, I, I didn't have to put down the twenty down the twenty percent down payment, y'all. In case, case y'all are wondering, because that was part of that was part of the, the the exchange for going to fight for the white man's interest, right? And those are just some of the benefits, right? I, my wife get those benefits too because she served in the military. So those are just some of the benefits, right? That that you know that that was that was an exchange, right? Now let's just say I decided let me go fight for the black man's interest. Well, what was I? What am I going to get in exchange for that? Somebody tell me. I go out there, I throw my dashikis on. I'm out there with Umar. I'm out there hustling Ogun juice and 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 hidden color DVDs. I'm out there. I'm out there giving black business school classes with Boyce Watkins and 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 doing YouTube videos every other day talking about Kwame Brown. I'm out here with Michi X. 
threatening to slap people all over the internet. You know, I'm like, like I'm out there with Jason Black, pretending like it's a race war every five seconds. Like, what what benefits would I get for for working for them or anybody like them? What benefit is coming my way? Because see, if I'm going to go do something for somebody, I need to get something back. I don't want I don't want something that's coming back to me just 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 the uh the 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 recognition of working for a black man. No, I can go work for anybody. I want to go work for somebody. If if I'm in a profession and I have to go work for somebody, I want benefit, a benefit package that comes with me working for you. So the white man can pay me in front. <laughs> They can pay you with fried chicken and white chicks. <laughs> I believe it too. <laughs> Make sure he throw in some hot sauce. But my thing is, what benefits are coming back? Where, where your question go? Hold on. And like, I'm not, I'm not trying to go in. I'm, I'm just saying. I don't know if you're being, you know, making a little joke or whatever. But who cares? But the whole point is, what, what's the benefit, man? We got, we got, to, we got to think about these things. What's the benefit? Now that was just for me going into the military. When I when I became a civilian again and I started working for companies, well, guess what? Part of the deal was what when I when I went through reading the job description, first thing I after I read through the job description to see the first to see how much they were paying and to see if I qualified for the job. The next thing on that job description was what benefits are they offering for me to come work for this company? Are they giving me health care? Are they giving me dental? Are they giving me a 401k plan? Are they giving me a pension? Are they, you know, like, like what, like what other benefits come with this thing? Do I get a company car? Do I get, do I get this? Do I get that? Like what, what comes with it? So it's not, so you could be like, so people could be like, oh, you're working for the white man. Well, for one, yeah, I, we all pretty much damn near all of us work for the white man. Right. But it's not slavery, meaning I'm not just working, working for him for free. There, there's an exchange here, <laughs> a real exchange going on here. You're paying me X amount of money each year if I'm a salaried employee to come in here and do a job and you're giving me benefits galore. You know, bonuses, quarterly bonuses or whatever. Uh, you know, I don't know, all, all kind of crap. But now let's go measure that up against all of our favorite pro-black babblers out there who preaching, you need to be working for black people, black owned businesses. And look, I'm not opposed to it. Uh, Robert F. Smith, the billionaire, he's a black owned business, even though I don't think he runs around calling himself a black owned business. Let's look him up. That's him with his uh his second wife, because I know he used to be married to a black woman for 20-something years. He's a billionaire worth like five billion. I think Kanye Westcott is worth more than him, but before Kanye, well, hold up. Well, they say his net worth jumped up to eight billion, so he might be at the top of the list again, but whatever. But uh he owns how many? Let's see. He's the chairman and CEO of Vista Equity. 
How many people work for him? They got that information. I read it somewhere. I think they said he had like 20,000 people working for him around the world. I saw it somewhere. I don't remember where I saw that. So he, anyways, he's a black owned business, right? Even though he doesn't promote himself as a black owned business to my knowledge. But I bet if I went to work for him, I bet he'd have a nice benefit package, right? But if I go work for Boyce Watkins, Tariq Nasheed, Jason Black, Michi X, and look, I'm not, listen, I'm just saying, or any other pro black out there that y'all could think of, what benefit, what, what, what am I really getting out of the deal for all the work that they're going to expect me to do? You know what I'm saying? So I don't care about fighting for the white man's interests. Look, I live in America. Let's just keep it a buck. I live in America, B. Born here. My mother, father, all my family was born here. We didn't immigrate over here. We started off as slaves over here, at least on my mother's side, because you know my father's side is white. <laughs> but my mother's side, we started off as slaves over here, right? The ultimate benefit of this country benefits me too. <laughs> can, I, can we just be honest? The white man benefiting and keeping this country hopping and popping and safe, meaning you don't have to worry about China or Russia uh, driving a damn tank down your street anytime soon. Well, that might change, but at least for the time being, that benefits me too. That benefits you too. So it ain't just the white man's interest. It's all of our interests. It just so happens the white man currently is, is uh, steering the ship. <laughs> but you still benefiting. Every last one of y'all. Y'all all got iPhones, right? Androids and iPhones. Who, who invented those? Was it a black man or a white man? <laughs> you like Jordans, right? Who making them shoes? The China man? Who owns that company? The white man. Anyway, I'm just saying. We all benefiting, baby. And we only got one life to live. I'm trying to get the most out of this exchange as I can. I'm not, I'm, I'm not worried about trying to keep it bliggity black, being down for the peoples. Nah, I got to be down for me and my family first. Make sure we straight. And then if I got extra time and resources, I can help out with everybody else. If I want to. But this whole keeping it black, nah. I'm not, I'm, I'm tired of, I'm tired of quote unquote, keeping it black because every time I look on the media, black means everybody thinks you're oppressed and stupid. It's like this whole voter ID law thing, right? Everybody, every time they bring up this whole voter ID thing, right? They'd be like, um, that's just gonna, uh, it's gonna help. It's gonna make it harder for black people to go vote and get IDs. I'm like, what is this crap? Y'all act like black people are stupid. Like, we can't figure out how to go get a dog on ID. 
I don't know of any black person that doesn't have an ID. Now that I think about it, <laughs> young and old, unless it, well, young, young kids may not have one, but adults, I should say. I can't, you know, you know what I'm saying? I can't think of one black person that doesn't have a damn ID. So I don't see what the issue is with requiring people to vote with IDs. I go to Sam's. I got a, I got an ID for, I got to use my ID to check out at Sam's club. Man, I'm 41 years old. I went to the store and, and bought, bought, uh, uh, I went there and I bought a black him out or something like that a couple days ago. And the chick asked to see my ID. I got a face full of hair. I mean, I don't have any gray hair. I don't have any, I don't have a lot of gray hairs, but I'm just saying I got carded is what I'm saying. And I didn't fight it. I pulled out my ID and she, she looked at it, checked my age and it, it was what it was. But I got I got, I still get carded at 41 years old to go buy a dog on black and mild every now and then I get carded. So I don't have a problem with having to show my ID to go vote. And like I say, I don't know any adult functioning adult in America that doesn't have an ID. Of some sorts, driver's license or some other state issue or government ID. But when you, but when you start talking about this in, in this totality of blackness, Man, we black, man. I'm black and I'm proud. Well, you look at how they portray blackness in the media. Every black person is oppressed. We can't get IDs. We're too stupid to figure out how to get an ID. We're oppressed. Critical race theory is, te- is literally trying to teach people that white people are oppressing black people and black people are oppressed. I'm talking about teaching this to young kids. So you're literally being taught that you're just, you can't do nothing for yourself if you're a black person. Then you come to the pro-black babblers, all they do is just talk about how the white man is beating you down every five seconds. And they got the nerve to make documentaries talking about it all over, all, all the time. You got Tariq out here with his buck, buck breaking stuff. <laughs> Showing pictures of, of, of black people being uh, emasculated by white people. You got you got brothers out here taking pictures. Yeah, yeah, butt breaking. First of all, I'm not taking a picture of a dog on DVD showing a black dude about to get buck broken. I'm not, I'm not taking a picture with that man. I'm not celebrating these dog on posters he's putting out here. But then you got Jason Black talking about the white people coming to kick you out your neighborhood any five any, any second now after they kick off a race war with you. So it's like you think about blackness, the social justice warriors and the liberals, blackness in their eyeballs means you are just oppressed and can't do nothing. You got Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, out here talking about how racism is a pandemic in her city. Never mind niggas getting shot every other day in Chicago. Shout out to my man Royce. He lives up there. He could tell you about that. Never mind Chicago, about 20 people get shot every day up there, but racism is the problem because her parents came up as sharecroppers or something like that. But meanwhile, 
She over here married to a white chick and is the mayor of Chicago, y'all. They ain't stop her from becoming the mayor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you look at the liberals and the Democrats and the social justice warriors, their vision of blackness is black people are just a bunch of helpless, grown toddlers running around who, 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 who are just getting used and abused every five seconds. And they can't help themselves. They just can't control it because, oh, racism. Critical race theory. We, we got to teach how, 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 how people that's been whooping on you all this time. Then you get to the pro-blacks. They, they out here talking stupid every five seconds like this, like the social justice warriors, the white, white supremacy. They, they worship white supremacy. They'll, they'll try to pump you up. Yeah, start your own business. Then they'll come back and smack you down with some white supremacy talk. Oh, the white man, white man. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, white man. So, what, so my point is this. Show me the benefit of, of, of being black, of, of declaring to the world that you black. Because all I ever see is just negativity about it. Now, I'm not just talking about the, the, the stuff that goes on in the news with all the crime and stuff. I'm talking about the philosophies of how people view blackness. I don't see the I don't see nothing positive about it that makes me want to be like stand up and like yeah I'm proud to be black. Why? Tell me I'm, I'm I can't I can't, I'm too stupid to figure out how to get a damn voter ID. And then this group over here is telling me no matter what I do, the white man or a cop is gonna get me. <laughs> so I'm I'm long gone past. These community, community, and bliggity black, and doing it for the culture. Screw that. Do it for yourself, B. If it makes you happy that you out there saving young black boys and girls, do what you do. Be happy. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. And ain't nobody going to shame you for doing it. I don't give a damn if people call you a coon. Like I tell you, listen, nobody's ever called me a coon in real life, y'all. I've literally never been called a coon by somebody in real life. This is only on the internet. So that's why I'm like, shoot, I don't care. Nobody has ever said it to my face in real life. Ever. I'm not even making, I'm being dead serious about that. Nobody has literally, nobody has ever called me a coon in real life. So that's why I'm like, shoot, I will wave the coon flag throw up the Butter Biscuit Brigade flag and, 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 and ride out with it. Because I'm right now at the point, I don't see the benefit of repping blackness around here. I'm not with this crap of people trying to make me feel like I'm a victim every five seconds. Or I can't accomplish anything. Or if I do go out there and accomplish something, I'm only doing it for the benefit of white people. Well, what if I am doing it for the benefit of white people? I'm getting something back in the exchange. You know what I'm saying? I go put in some work. They pay me a salary and throw me some benefits. Like I said earlier, I go work for the brother man. What benefits am I getting for the brother man? From the brother man. What I get like a, a free lifetime supply of Ogun juice and I get my name in the credits on Hidden Colors. <laughs> Do I get a residual check for that? Probably not. 
be one thing if I got my name in the credits and then I got some type of residual income every month from the sales, some type of percentage. But I, I highly doubt anybody's getting that. I'm just saying, what what benefit do I what what do you get? Get Juneteenth. I celebrate Juneteenth every year. That's my mother's birthday. <laughs> tomorrow is my mother's birthday. Is, is Juneteenth tomorrow? Yes, it is. So we celebrate that every year. My mother was born June 19th. Now, I know some of y'all probably just learned about it. I learned about Juneteenth back in, I want to say college. It was the first time I, no, I probably learned about it before then. But I don't think I really, really started learning about it until I was in college. Because you know, I went to an all-black college. Do I get a scholarship? Okay, let's just say you get a scholarship to the to the black business school. And you graduate. Okay, you go to the black business school and you graduate. What do you get? Is that uh, an accredited nationally or regionally accredited diploma that you get? Can I can I go put on a resume that I went to the black business school? Or can I go put on a job, not a job, but a business loan? Saying that I graduated from the black business, like, 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 listen, I'm not, listen, I don't know, I never taken, I never taken any of his classes, so I'm not gonna sit here and say he's he's teaching bogus stuff. I really don't know, but I'm just saying, what, what, what is the, you know, what's what's the benefit? Because the black business school, based off the prices that I saw, let's go look it up right now. Hold on. What's his website again? Black business school. All right. So let's just go. Wow, he's been featured in all these places. I didn't know that. All right. So $89 a month. 89, 89, 299, 299. All right. Look, like I said, I don't know if this stuff is legit. I, I legit don't know. So I'm not, this isn't, I'm not gonna talk smack about his product because I don't know. I've never taken his product. I don't know. In my, I really don't. Damn, he got a five thousand dollar product over here. What is this? The premium VIP package. Uh, for a small monthly fee, you have access to over fifteen courses in the Black Business School. That means you can participate in a wide variety of programs related to entrepreneurship. Investment marketing and many other courses. Damn, boys, five thousand dollars for this. Oh, so you get all okay. You get access to all this stuff for five racks. This might be some great stuff. I don't know. I'm not going to pay five racks to find out. But I'm just saying. I don't. I legit don't know. So I can't. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and bash the man's product. I don't know what the heck's up in here. But I'm just saying, after it's all said and done, like, okay, here, here's the thing. Where are the reviews at? Where are the reviews? And I'm saying that for a reason. Because it's like, when I go sign up for courses, I always check the reviews. On Udemy or whatever. 
Hell, I got reviews on my own damn website. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need to see the review. So I know if I sign up, if I, if I decide, yo, let me pay $99 a month on how to buy and run a successful franchise, right? Well, are there some type of reviews in here that, that'll give me the warm and fuzzies? I okay, yo, this is legit. This is thorough. You just do what boys tells you to do or whoever, and you're gonna go out there and get it popping. Or you know what I'm saying? You're gonna you you gonna know what you need to do to go out there and get it cracking. I don't I've never seen any reviews for his product. This is what I'm trying to tell you. I got reviews. Oh, see mine. I'll show y'all mine. I'm not. I'm not ashamed to show it. I post all my joint right here. Look, somebody was like. Crap. Well, I guess you can't see it. Anyway, somebody was like, world-class content. Oh, you're such a great teacher. Oh, I passed. 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 Well, these are all my reviews right here. So I'm just like, where's this stuff? And look, I'm not, like I said, I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm just saying. I don't know how we got to talking about boys. This ain't about boys. This is just about the overall concept of. People like, oh, you're working for white people. Oh, yeah, you need to keep it bliggity black. The whole point is this. I need to see the benefit of the blackness other than other than me getting to poke my chest out for a few days until until Mark Lamont Hill comes around and tries to browbeat me with critical race theory. You're a victim. White people are the oppressors. You can't do nothing. And here comes Jason Black. It's a race war. The Michi X over there, the Mad Mulatto. She she just doing the absolute most. That's all I'm saying, man. This is this is ties back into the original statement of uh, what my man is over here talking about. They don't give back to the community. I'm like, what what is it to give back? Nah, man, go live your life. Do what you want to do. If you want to give back, do what you do. I mean, says new GX. What the heck is that? Do what you want to do with your life, man. You shouldn't feel shame for going to go for for going out there trying to improve your life. You you shouldn't feel shame because somebody else feels like you ain't. You're not coming back to the community. Nigga, there ain't no, ain't no, ain't no rule saying I got to. <laughs> and you ain't gonna snatch my blackness from me. Because, like I well, you know what? You can't you can you can snatch my blackness from me. Because, like I say, show me the show me the positive of being black. It's directly talked about in social media and the media. Because everything about blackness today. Listen, I remember back in the 90s when I was a kid, and I'm pretty sure y'all can remember. Um, remember back in the 90s, 
You used to be wearing cross colors. You had the African medallions. I used to have a flat top back in like 91, 92. Um, what was it? I used to have the Afro pick with the fist. I still got one in this house right now. I used to have the African medallions back. I used to have both. I used to have this one right here when I was a kid. Who remembers that? And then I had, I got, I got this one right. Well, I got, no, I got the one with the metal spikes. I got this one right here. I used to have the flat top. Who remembers the African medallions? Remember that? Anybody remember that? We used to wear these back in the day. Remember these? I never wore one because I never, I never was a fan of them. But I'm just saying, I, and the reason why I was a fan because I, I used to look at them like I ain't never been to Africa. <laughs> I'm not from Africa, so I didn't understand the purpose of wearing it. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, it was cool. But I, I just, I just didn't connect with it. You know what I'm saying? But I remember everybody used to wear these back in the day, right? Exuding pride, black pride of some sort. Uh, you know, they had the, they had the, you know, the do the right thing, uh, the Spike Lee. Nikes, remember them? Spike Lee, X Nikes, whatever the heck them, them joints was called. Uh, these joints right here. I remember when these came out. I was in like middle school when these. Damn, these things cost two hundred dollars. Jesus, wow. Anyways, back in the back in the early nineties, late eighties, early nineties, especially with hip hop. For those of you who were around and remember, it was like heavy, heavily Afrocentric. Heavily, I'm black and I'm proud type of stuff, you know, before, you know, gangster rap and all that came and just took over everything. So back in those days, you know, it was kind of cool. You run around here projecting your blackness because you weren't being bombarded with woe is me, white supremacy every five seconds. I mean, you had that element out there because I remember I met my first pro black back in like, like, like 91. When I got my first lesson, of woe is me. I mean, I heard it sprinkles here and there. But it was mostly from older people who had a legit reason to hit you with the woe was me. Like my granddad, he used to always run around talking about cracker this, cracker that. The cracker, the white man, the white man. But he was my granddad. You know, he came up in that era. Well, that, that's that's kind of how he got treated. You know what I'm saying? But uh, so anyways, it, it was a little cool, a little slightly different. You had your whole tips and stuff like that back then. But it just seems like to, this is why I always talk about young people, especially those born in the 90s. It seems like this racism thing, this woe is me thing is, is on another level. It's on a whole other level of, of it, it just, it, it, it doesn't even seem real to me anymore. The levels that people go through to try to make it seem like they're oppressed. And then, like I say, you turn on the TV, you go on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, everybody and their mama white people black people everybody is running around just just creating this narrative over and over how oppressed black people are every day don lemon's on tv the cops they're beating you down they're killing you even though the stats say you got like a 0.0003 percent chance of ever being killed by a cop matter of fact when i was up in carolina last weekend I was talking to somebody, a family member. And it was like, oh, you know, I just want to check on you. You got to be careful driving out there. I was like, careful because of what? You know, you know them cops? I'm like, first off, I own the truck I'm driving, meaning I own it flat out. Like, y'all know my truck. I call my truck white privilege. I paid cash for it. 
So I own it. Got the dog on paperwork. All my paperwork legit. I ain't out here selling dope. Like, what do I got to be worried about getting pulled over for a cop? Like, let's just say I get pulled over on a speeding ticket. I mean, a traffic violation. I ain't finna be out there arguing with these people. I ain't whipping up my phone. I ain't doing nothing stupid. So what I need to be worried about? I'm not finna be arguing and fighting with a cop, B. I'm not out here doing anything illegal other than maybe speeding. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But anyways, but you get, like I said, you turn on the TV, it's nonstop, woe is me stuff. We oppress, we oppress, we oppress. Media, oppression, 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 oppression. I mean, what was me? White supremacy, oppression. Hey, dude, you just, I don't remember being bombarded with this crap coming up, is what I'm trying to tell you. When I was at Tuskegee University in 98 to 2002, I don't re really remember having those conversations back then with a bunch of black people just sitting around talking about how oppressed they are all day long. I legit don't remember this stuff. Now, you can't, it's all over your face. It's everywhere. TV, internet, the radio, everywhere you look, somebody is telling you how oppressed you are. I remember the movie Higher Learning, but it wasn't the Higher Learning. It wasn't an everyday thing. People was talking like that. They only talked like that when Higher Learning came out. And then guess what? The next movie came out and we was talking about that. <laughs> but every day, it's a it's you, you get beat down with this crap. And it's not just from black folks, it's from white folks too, the liberals. So getting back to my statement, show me the positive benefit of, of declaring to the world that you're black when everybody thinks that you are just beat down and you have no options to do anything with your life. What benefit is it? To, to, uh, to declare to the world that you're black. Why would you want to go out there today and be like, yeah, man, I'm black, man, when blackness is seen as a weakness? And it's not just me saying it. Like I said, it's, it's in the meat. Turn on your TV for crying out loud. Listen to what everybody says about black people. They literally have framed this image that you are just weak, pathetic people that can't do anything with your lives. Because the racism is so bad. The white man is just on you so bad. <laughs> Who wants to run around here claiming black and talking about you black and proud? What, what is it to be proud of? And then if you come around here talking like me, you get called a coon because you don't believe in this, 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 this woe is me philosophy of failure. Like, I didn't come up like that. Exactly. It wasn't like that back then. Yeah, you had sprinkles of it here and there, but it was nowhere near to the degree that it is now where everywhere you look, there's somebody out here telling you that you are just a poor little black person that can't do nothing and nothing's your fault. And you're just being overrun and beat down. This is with the politicians, your celebrities, your social media people, your white friends on Facebook. 
your white coat, everybody, man. How many of y'all go to work? I bet you next week, or let's just say, let's just say Juneteenth was today. And you had to go to work. I'm willing to bet there will be a white person at your job who will come up to you talking about, I understand, man, what is, I, I, I sympathize with you for being black. You know, I, I support Black Lives Matter. And I don't want to hear this crap from you, chick or dude. Like, just because I'm black don't mean I support Black Lives Matter. Just because I'm black don't mean, like, I feel like I'm scared of the police or I feel like white people are, 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 are just so much better than me in this. Like, what the hell? But this is everywhere you look, man. So you tell me what benefit does one get from declaring to the world that they black? It's just a it's just a synonym for you're weak. <laughs> you're conquered and weak. And we you can't do you you can't even you 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 don't even know how to go get a damn, you don't even know how to go properly vote. <laughs> Oh, what was it? Oh, my, what was that favorite one? Hold up. Remember this? Look at this. Look at the title, y'all. Racism may cause some black women's weight problems. L listen, listen to this crap. You got... It's so bad, the, the, the lengths people go through, you literally have black women out here talking about they are gaining weight because, because of racism, y'all. Everything. <laughs> Listen, I don't gain some weight. A lot of weight, but I don't gain weight since I got out the military. I have yet to blame my weight gain on racism. I blame my weight gain on me stuffing my damn mouth and not working out as hard as I used to. But this, this, is, this is the insanity of the world that we live in today. So you tell me the benefit of being black. <laughs> of, of publicly declaring to the world that you black and you proud. You're, all, you're, all you're saying is you're black and you're proud that you are oppressed and helpless and can't do nothing with your life. And you're waiting on white people to save you. This is crazy, man. So that's why I take. I, that's why I'm like. I look at this statement. I'm like, man, this this is this is out of control. This is out of control. They don't give back to the community. You mean the same community that's telling you you can't do nothing? If they ain't trying to rob you, shoot you, kill you, call you a coon, not support your business, whatever, whatever. What are they? What is the community really doing for you, man? That you feel like you have to go back there and help them out once you get your life together. What? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, anyways, I'm about to bounce. I'm supposed to go eat my dinner. You know, I got you know, I got I gotta get 
Today's Fat Friday, baby. <laughs> got to go put on these white, got to go pack these white supremacy calories on. <laughs> ah, shout out to everybody put some money in here though i appreciate that uh i'm about to roll y'all be safe enjoy yourself and look don't take it personal uh duck duck goose don't take it personal uh anyways i gotta bounce y'all be safe peace